developments have had as great an impact on our lives as these two idiots don't tell me you two are pretty good best in the company golly i'm so impressed you're talking about line of sight yeah that's right exactly Welcome to Line of Sight. This is episode 205 for October the 10th, 2023, and my name is Adam. And my name is Nathan. This week we'll be talking about the new... From the man who brought us Star Wars Rogue One, a Star Wars story... (laughs) Gareth Edwards, his new movie, The Creator. Um, well, I'm sure we'll talk about other things. Just had Thanksgiving. How are you recuperating from that, Nathan? Actually, quite well. And that I am trying to lose weight. I have lost some weight. And after the weekend, I am actually down. Have you ever heard of a person losing at one pound over Thanksgiving weekend? I am that person. I may have just dumped some pounds today. Yes. <laughs> I've been in the bathroom all day. That's uh, nice. <laughs> but I did definitely overeat twice. Well, not so much the second time. Uh, I guess probably scientifically yes i did overeat but i didn't push it too much but uh did my uh, dinner with my parents on saturday and then monday with brenda's family i was definitely like in pain after my parents (laughs) (laughs) like went up for seconds had dessert after that (laughs) it's just like oh i can't move uh it wasn't so bad yesterday, but um, today I was working from home and just had leftovers for lunch that we had taken home and had no protein. It was just like sweet potatoes, squash, and scalloped potatoes. <laughs> and it just went right through me. It's just like, it's like nothing. Beautiful. <laughs> Did I have something else with it? I think that was it. I feel like there's something I'm forgetting, but yeah, no, it was just a plate of mush and that's how it came out. (laughs) Uh, It was great. Um, But I will say, also trying to lose weight, I did a little extra working out over the weekend in both in anticipation and in response to the <laughs> overeating <laughs> usually I space it out but um yeah I'm sore more sore today maybe because I was doing the muscles I'm not usually doing but yeah trying to keep things in check if I'm going one way I gotta go as hard the other way <laughs> uh yeah absolutely so yeah no Thanksgiving 
was good. Uh, nothing else really exciting. Uh, but Florida's coming up for you. That yeah, has to be very, very quickly, actually. So that's basically with work now, it's like a countdown. And this being a short week, the pressure's on for getting some things done before I'm gone. And if they don't get done, then it's just on someone else. <laughs> so uh, I still will be just very busy, I think, in the next couple weeks. Um, I'm yeah. laughing because you froze oh. for <laughs> the last 30 seconds. And I feel like I'm talking to an old person or someone in a foreign language or, yep. Okay, I didn't hear anything you said. Did my audio freeze? Yeah, audio and okay. visual, but that's okay. Okay. I trust well, it was fascinating. There was some, you missed some good jokes in there. <laughs> I'll have to in the re-listen. No. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, we're... <laughs> pre-packing already there's bags in the living room of stuff that we're uh planning to bring down to florida so uh yeah stuff's in motion okay nice i'm looking forward to it (laughs) (laughs) yeah um Alexis wants to say hello. <laughs> okay, no, she's being shy. Okay. Hi, Alexis. Nathan says hi. Did you hear the news about the antics on the set of uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom? Well, what about, I heard that they might have lost the movie on a server. Did you hear that? (laughs) I didn't hear that. And then I looked it up and it's like, doesn't seem to be, there are reports, but it doesn't seem like I didn't, I just looked at headlines. I was looking for like a legitimate source, but that would be awesome. Uh, and I didn't hear, I just heard that Jason Momoa wanted Amber Heard fired. <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> there's a story. Um, here's the headline. Oh, no, it doesn't really get into it. But the gist of it is, and these are alleged stories, but <clears throat> some of it's from the actual um, Depp Heard trial and uh those were the good old days i wish we could go back to a simpler time it's the gift that keeps on giving um yeah something in herd's therapist legal pad said jason said he wanted me fired (laughs) these are just scribbles it says so jason drunk late on set dressing like johnny has all the rings too (laughs) so the story that people are like putting together is jason momoa wanted amber heard fired 
he shows up to set dressed as Johnny Depp, but also clearly drunk and trying to get her fired. But then I don't know if this is in the same breath, the same story, but in this article, it goes on to about, uh, oh no. Yeah. It wasn't about that, that why she was almost fired, but just that they had like no chemistry in the first one. So they were going to take her off the second one. And then apparently her former boyfriend, Elon Musk, sends a strongly worded letter to Warner Brothers <laughs> threatening to, I don't know, this is obviously a figure of speech, I doubt he said this, but burn the house down, <laughs> causing WB to relent and bring back Herd for the Lost Kingdom. So he was, uh, I don't know, threatening something to them. But uh, seems unlikely. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but the funniest thing, like the idea of him dressing up as Johnny Depp, is funny. But um, then there was uh, some. It doesn't say who this is, but another source, meanwhile, claimed that Momoa wasn't dressing as Depp, but rather that he has always dressed in that bohemian style. <laughs> in quotes. <laughs> I could see that uh, seems more realistic, actually. Yeah. That he's a bit of a goof himself. I think, yeah. And just the fact that it was like these scribbles from Amber Heard's therapist notepad about her ramblings. And she was probably projecting that, that it's like, he's right. coming, he's dressed as Johnny and blah, blah, blah. It's like, that's just how he dresses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Based on his Fast and Furious character his Fast and Furious character is just him <laughs> yeah so that's uh we should do the rum diary isn't that their movie <clears throat> yeah uh you suggested that once and then I looked at it and I was like no I don't want to do that. <laughs> I know I don't want to watch it either but it just seems like it would be interesting to watch but there are there's several now but um i think there's one on netflix there's like a docuseries about the trial oh yeah and there's one on discovery uh two or three parters for both of them i think yeah i don't know i think the netflix one might be two where it's like his side her side or maybe mm. other way around but uh, i loved it i love that trial <laughs> <laughs> i absolutely loved it and uh you can tell your kids i was there <laughs> I remember and the do day. Do we have the OJ trial all on YouTube? Because if that's true, I'm going to watch that thing. I don't know. I would. Was it. I that was like one of the was, first, like, yeah. publicly. Because uh, there's lots accessible. of footage from it. So. Hmm. I wonder. Yeah. Worth a look. Oh, for sure. I haven't watched any of the dramatization stuff that they've done for that. I know. No, I didn't watch the dramatization, but I watched the OJ Made in America 10 parter, and that's awesome. Uh, Yeah. Nice. Um, Well, that's all I have to report from Hollywood. Other than I saw Ahsoka's over. (laughs) Ahsoka's over. Survivor started. 
I uh, didn't watch Ahsoka. I'm uh, sure I will eventually. I'm just now continuing to watch the first season of Loki because <laughs> the second one came out and everyone says like oh Loki's good and it's like I wasn't hooked after two episodes I thought I had watched more but I guess they're just long so I watched two more today and it's like no now I do want to finish this I'm actually kind of interested but the first two did not hook me yeah no I never watched any Loki I've only watched some WandaVision and didn't finish it uh, watched Ahsoka. I'll stick. I'll muscle through Star Wars live action, but it's really not that hard to muscle through because they're only like half an hour, forty minute episodes, and it's only eight of them. But it's not that good. It's not complete and utter trash, but it's not good, and. It's just like, okay, fine. Whatever. But, uh, I give it a 5 or a 6 out of 10. It's just there. Better than Obi-Wan? Yeah, but that's just because Obi-Wan's so bad. Yeah. Like, And it has potential where everyone here is, quote, a new character. Like, they're cartoons made into live action yeah so it's like that's interesting but obi-wan is like we've seen him before we know what he is and it's just complete trash in it and it really does show like andor i think is actually excellent mandalorian is i don't love it as much as everyone else seems to but i do think it is very good or good at least and the writing is just terrible in Ahsoka and Obi-Wan and I think Dave Filoni is a hack that made a children's show and he's made himself into some kind of hero of Star Wars so they can't fire him not that they're trying to but it would upset people dumb people that think he's amazing he is not amazing he's a hack his writing is not good that's what i'm always surprised by where it's like written by dave floney really this is the quality that everyone's praising but whatever hmm. yeah i did i think i mentioned before i'm I restarted Mandalorian and it is good. Uh, really good actually because it's so isolated. Yeah. Uh, well, and I feel like those are my favorite things yeah. in it when it's isolated, when it gets bigger. Oh, good. And Boba Fett sucked too. <clears throat> yeah. I, uh, haven't done that one yet either you should <laughs> i'll get there yourself. when i yeah when i get through mandalorian then i'll hit that up i it's gonna take me a while i'm not i'm not binging any of this stuff <laughs> can't do it uh although you know what 
I could finish Loki tonight. <laughs> oh. oh, I did want to mention it's only six said... episodes. So, did they dump them all? Or no? It's no, first season and yeah, doing. so second season that they only have one episode so far. I did go. I mentioned last week. I did go see Bill Burr on Friday. Yeah, and that was good. So. That's, there's this whole thing of they need you to lock up your phones. They don't want anyone recording anything. So that was a whole process. And it was supposed to start at 9, didn't start till 9.30, which is a little frustrating. That And I got the feeling from his opener and him that it's because they're waiting for people to come in and it's like why are you punishing the people that are punctual yeah i hate it (laughs) (laughs) so like physically actually locking up phones yeah like they gave you a bag that you put your phone in so a little case and then it has like one of those uh magnet items that when you buy clothes yeah and then so then when you leave they just unlock it as well so okay so you still have so you i see that's what i thought i thought oh we're gonna have to line up and get them so the process of getting them unlocked was pretty quick but yeah it's a whole thing so i guess He's working out new material. Everything I saw was I hadn't seen before. So I guess that's part of it. If eventually he'll film a special. He yeah. doesn't want any of this on YouTube yet. So, which I can respect. But it's a, it's a bit of a hassle. Crazy world. I mean, it but makes it, sense. I'm not surprised by that. That. Yeah, but it was fun. It was uh, we had good seats. It's at Casino Ramas, only five thousand people, so that alone is nice. But you no, know, we were good seats, pretty close to them. But then uh, Seinfeld's coming in March. I gotta go to Casino Rama more. It's awesome. As far as like convenience, <laughs> like yeah. I'd rather drive up there a million times in downtown Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, no traffic. It was awesome. But Seinfeld, all the tickets are obviously sold out and they're super expensive on any reseller. So I think I just got to remember and the week and the day of see if anyone's desperate trying to get rid of theirs. Yeah, uh, but we should go to Rama, Boney M, Tanya Tucker, <laughs> Delta Dawn. What's that flower you have on? You know that song? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's me singing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Delta Dawn, what's that flower you have on? Could it be a faded rose from days gone by? Is Boney M coming at Christmas? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's other than uh, 
Walk like Rasputin. Walk like an Egyptian. They don't Isn't that them? No, that's a, the Bangles. Oh, the Bangles. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. And I don't even know why I know that. Uh, no, they're rah, rah, Rasputin. Yeah. Lover, rah, lover. yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> that and their Christmas album is all I know. Yeah. I was, if they, and uh, do you know the Celtic women? I think it's just called Celtic Women. Is that their song or another no. group? <laughs> another group. <laughs> and it said, like, celebrating 20 years. It's like, good night. Uh, That's not that long. <laughs> well, it it's 2003. It's not, that's nothing. Yeah. Uh, Lady Gaga and the Rolling Stones have a song out. Together. <laughs> Yeah, I listened to it. It sounded pretty good, actually. It sounded like it's from the 70s. Hmm. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Let's talk The Creator. This is, as I said, Gareth Edwards from the director of Rogue One. That's the big tagline on everything. Uh, stars John David Washington, Madeline Yuna Voiles, Gemma Chan, Ken Watanabe, Allison Janney, and I think that's good. <laughs> uh, against the backdrop of a war between humans and robots with artificial intelligence. A former soldier finds the secret weapon, a robot, in the form of a young child. That's the creator. <clears throat> uh, Nathan, why did you hate the creator? <laughs> I've already so seen I, his rating. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming uh, I changed it multiple times. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I, I won't check and see if you've changed it since I lost. No, it. I changed it back. <laughs> well you can explain what direction it changed and why and where you uh, landed but let's give some general thoughts here the general creator thoughts. some people are saying this is the best movie of the year who's saying that people getting that cash money <laughs> uh, I don't think it's the greatest movie of the year Sorry. I think it's pretty good but to be honest, I don't even know if it's in the, my top 10 of the year. And I thought it could be. But, uh, well, I'm glad that we differ because it'll be a more lively conversation. But the creator, I saw it last Wednesday. It just happened to, I didn't think I was going to, but then it just happened and, uh, wasn't working late and was able to make it. So I went, hadn't been to a movie in a while, thought it'd be nice to get out from under the ocean, get out of the sub world <laughs> and mm -hmm. uh, spread my wings and s see what Gareth Edwards has been up to. And for the record, I kind of like the original quote original Godzilla 
the new version <laughs> of Godzilla, American yeah. version. And then also, I don't think Rogue One is terrible, but I don't think it's the best thing ever either. But I think it's uh, definitely on the better side of new Disney's Star Wars. So I had only positive feelings towards Mr. Edwards. Uh, I thought the trailers looked great. Uh, the visuals remind you of a bunch of things, and I think it's uh, very exciting. I even sent you a little reel of him speaking about the contrast and having super future technology yeah. in contrast with older things. And he was saying that was something that Star Wars did. And now that you pointed out, Mr. Edwards, yeah. It does. It uh, has, so it's kind of medieval and futuristic Star Wars is, and but not modern. So uh, it's a good aesthetic. Yeah. But then watching the movie itself, I wanted to like this movie, and it's doing everything and at first the first 10 minutes i'm like yeah this is gonna be good it's good it's good it's good and then it just kept going down hill for me and just like beating a dead horse just mercilessly <laughs> everything <laughs> so general thoughts and i'll let you talk i think this movie looks awesome i enjoy it I don't think it's the best looking thing ever, but I think it is visually great. And hard stop, period. That is it. <laughs> Everything else sucks. <clears throat> Everything well, else. So, Adam, why do you love passengers? I mean, the creator. Why are your opinions about modern sci fi so bad? I think I uh, I just tend to enjoy myself with these kinds of things a lot more. With a I poutine don't... and a large diet, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> I actually went into this one. I didn't have any snacks. I didn't even have a drink. Just me, myself, and the screen. Uh I thought I was actually going to be alone in the theater. It was a very last minute thing to, for me to go see. I used my free movie ticket that I got from going to Mr. Lube. <laughs> I gave a free ticket with an oil change. This, this felt like a Mr. Lube job. Bend over <laughs> and enjoy it. Uh, but yeah, I, when I booked my ticket, which was the day of... I think like hours before I'm pretty sure the seating chart, the whole theater was empty mm -hmm. and I was like, awesome. I'm right here. Second row from the top middle done. I was surprised when I came in five minutes before it started and there was like a row of people somewhere. There was people up in the back corner, I took my seat, another row filled in right in front of me and I was like, what the heck is this? <laughs> I thought I was getting my feet up. I thought I was 
just here by myself. Um, I will say they didn't detract from the experience, but they also didn't add to it. I think these people are just some dead fish of moviegoers. Sometimes you feed off the the audience a little, but yeah, I was getting nothing from these guys. <laughs> no, I I didn't have a big crowd either, but yeah, they no one was even giggling at the attempts at humor. So I did laugh at one thing. There's not a lot of attempts at humor. I will say that it's not like this is trying to get laughs a lot of the time. Uh, I think it's trying more than you think it's trying. No. (laughs) I know when there's attempts and I, there was, and I don't even know if I would have made a note because I wasn't doing it while I was in the theater, but there's definitely a line and I laughed out loud and I was like, I bet Nathan didn't laugh at this. (laughs) (laughs) Laughing at it now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks amazing. I'll, well, I'll say this. It looks great. It's not, I don't think it's groundbreaking. No, because the, even there's a few things that you don't notice, but there was a couple shots, specifically like a door opening, like the Millennium Falcon type door. Yeah. And it, I, that's not composited well at all well i I was actually gonna say i felt like it was very seamless where there was lots of most of the time there's a lot of effects and like especially the robots where it's like that's clearly just like a guy and they replaced his head with a robot head yeah and And like the cop looks good Yeah, yeah like all these robot cops and whatnot i think all that looks really good in the world looks good um but yeah talking about like influences i think maybe because i had read your review before seeing it that was on my mind and i made sure to jot some of those down when i got home but um did you have a sheet of paper large enough (laughs) (laughs) but i even though i there's a few things that you could call influences. I don't ever feel like it was directly ripping things off. Maybe you disagree with that. I I don't really care if it's a ripoff or a nod. I don't know what the line is between that. Uh, Whether it's visual or even just an idea, because I feel like that's a lot of it was like, oh, this idea... I've seen or something similar. Um, One that I thought was good that I felt that was, I think it is a nod was there's a scene with a giant tank and it's going through and there's all these peasants, civilians running away from it. And there's one shot from within the tank looking out and instantly made me think of Empire Strikes Back, Hoth battle, where the AT-ATs are walking, and you see it from their perspective, and they're just going, and they're in such a dominant position, and all these people are like ants running away. Mm-hmm. But 
so no i don't care if i don't know there's a yeah i don't know what the line is where because spielberg and nolan and tarantino and scorsese <laughs> and everyone's referencing old things as well so you do it properly and you do it well i don't care it's good so it doesn't bother me i just think there's when so much of it is unoriginal and it's not even the so much the ideas which they are all unoriginal it's also just oh i know what's gonna happen here i know what's going to happen here when the uh probably two-thirds of the way through the movie where he's back to where the movie starts off yeah and he's in his house and his buddy or someone's running up to the door and they're coming they're coming oh he gets shot it's just how many times have we seen that it's just like Oh, so lazy, so predictable. Every single little thing is so transparent and obvious. And the mo there's no zig where you thought it was gonna zag. There's nothing. It's it's you. It honestly, I thought this a couple days after when I uh, was listening to something, and it's. It says this movie's about AI. It's as if this movie was made by AI. <laughs> that was one surprising thing just about the AI where they're the good guys. Yeah. Like he, it's it's like a flip of robots are trying to destroy humanity. We have to stop them. But then you get the other side where it's like, no, we were here to help you. That was an accident and we just want to take care of you it's like there was literally just a writer's strike <laughs> and that was like the biggest thing was like a, against ai it's pretty ballsy to release this <laughs> like at the same time it's like no ai is great we love it like yeah. don't hate that's <laughs> like the yeah. message that i got from it uh which I guess I mean talking about originality, I'm sure that's not a hundred percent brand new, but it is not normal to have something like that. I think it would be like us versus the machines, but that's In kind a, of flipped. I'm sure there's other things where it's like Well, I oh, think Terminator had that. What's the plot of iRobot? I've seen iRobot, but it's kind of one of those you must not hurt humans so then we must take control of them so they can't hurt each other type of yeah things oh so creative <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so talking about terminator the opening of this i i really liked how it's kind of like a old I don't know, 60s kind of uh, educational video of like robots are made to help mankind and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, we've that's a pretty good way to establish it's like an alternate reality that from our own because it's showing this is super old and then it shows like 
it's not like this is our world in 60 years. It's this is a completely different version of Earth. Um, but I liked seeing those things with like just uh, dropping in uh, robots into some of that stuff. But then so there's a nuke that gets set off in L.A. Uh, that was very Terminator because that's mm-hmm. Judgment Day right there. But then that's where it's flipped, where it's it's not really a spoiler, I don't think. But it is revealed where it's like that was a mistake. It was a uh, programming error or something. Um, like yeah, kind it's of... a programming error or not a typo, but something like that, yeah. But at the same time, who says that? Some robot says that. Yeah, so who knows? Maybe they're lying. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, I liked uh, the beginning as well. Just that was something that maybe they were zigging when you thought they'd zag. (laughs) Just the whole thing where there's this raid going on. Not that you know much about the characters at that point, but... Mr. I know, Washington but I still seem to know everything about He was him. undercover. Did you know he was undercover the whole time? <laughs> well, it lasted for five minutes. Yeah, you don't really see much beforehand, but that was something where it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. That Okay, we're, we're, we're building the world. We're getting to know these things. So yeah, I, I agree. The first ten minutes <laughs> is the best minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh Oh, is it gonna say after that? Yeah, I I wouldn't say it was yeah, it wasn't like shocking of every turn of the way. There were a few things that I felt like, okay, we get it. We we've seen a movie before, we know where this is going. But I don't think I was feeling that the whole time. And sometimes it's like, yeah, I know I'm watching a movie, so I am just a, along for the ride. I'm not like I'm not expecting to be fooled the whole way through. I'm fine with that. Uh, Mission Impossible is a prime example where it has its formula and most of them... What was this newest one? The seventh one? I think. Maybe. Maybe (laughs) eight. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's seven. But... I like pretty much all the Mission Impossible movies. It's formulaic, but the journey itself is fun and creative, and there's some twists and turns, and you know that they're going to win in the end. So I'm not complaining on that type of level. I'm just... Everything is so... Just the idea... Okay, it's in the trailers. The idea that this weapon that we don't really know what it ever does, just that it's going to get more powerful and the child can control stuff. It has super Wi-Fi and can just control things. Mm -hmm. Just that alone is lazy. Why? Because we've seen it. And there's nothing new about it. And it's not a good 
it's not an updated version of something like this. What is, if, what are you thinking it's like? What is it? Just, okay, when you come into the room where it is, and it has the furniture there, yeah. what does that remind you of? X-Men 3. Doesn't yeah. that remind you of X-Men 3? That people, <laughs> I think Film Junk was trying to, Sean's like, it reminds me of something else, but I can't remember it. It's like, that's what it reminds you of. Also, Blade Runner just did it. Also, the Mandalorian, not that, like, the furniture thing, but the Mandalorian, the whole thing is this child. soldier guy yeah. protecting a child. Uh, Minority Report is, it's not the same, but it's not the... quite. <laughs> no, it's not quite, but it's in the vein of, we got the superhuman thing minority report this person that's special and unique and i have to guide them through it uh it's just all in these veins and i'm just saying all of those do it way better and are way more successful so if you're gonna take a trope take it i don't care take tropes away there's a million genre movies take them twist them but when it's just Oh, we've seen this before. It, everything was a visual shorthand because we've seen it before, but in such a lazy, uninspired, uninteresting way. And, okay, just let's talk about the kid. What is the kid? It's a weapon? What does it do? I I think the weapon label is what the military is calling it. I don't think it's created with that name or label in mind by the whatever you want to call them the resistance, AI. the AI, okay. whatever. So then what is it then? Is it peaceful? Are they hiding it to be peaceful? Like I don't know. I'm not saying it is or not. I'm just saying I think it's the just, main point of the movie. I think it's more evolution is what it is. And I don't think it's with any okay. one thing in in mind that's the whole point and like they they get into that all the time and like they tell the story about neanderthals and like yeah. they created tools and fire and art and they were wiped out by the, the more advanced species so sure yeah i think they said that in this too uh yeah yeah, I was quoting it. That's why. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about just everything like 2001 or something. Uh, no. Why does not Denzel Washington, and man, is he a not Denzel Washington, but his voice sounds like it sometimes. Cool. He was letting it go at the beginning for sure. He And I thought we were going to get that through the whole movie, but it's like after that, he's like... <laughs> He's back to his old <coughs> traumatized self. and yeah, He just, sucks. He but, should not star in movies. Well, Get I him. think he He's just had keeps his chance. getting the same character. It's like, um, be more like the beginning of the movie where you're yeah. fun. Uh, okay. Why does he change his mind? He's all about killing AI. He's on in the military. He's so into it that he's undercover. And so he can pretend to be on their side, but wants deep down, 
He's a FBI agent infiltrating the mob. He knows what's right. He knows that these guys are just robots. What makes them change? The, the kid's cute? Well, for one, he doesn't like immediately flip. The whole thing is he wants to find his wife, who he's recently learned is alive. Which I don't believe either. Why? It's so stupid. <laughs> How does he find out that she's still alive? From Some a stupid, video. Like a from a video that looks totally like garbage. And yeah. it's like this, this future technology, we have deep fakes now that it's hard to tell the difference and you this blurry video yeah but how did they get the video we don't know it could just be like a satellite thing no but it's but they never okay but according to this movie okay when when does that video take place is that before the beginning of this movie or after he assumes it's after because she he thinks she's alive and that's video of her being yeah. alive still. But why is she in the coma? I thought she was in the coma for five years after the attack at the beginning. Well, okay. We're going to get into spoiler territory <laughs> yeah. because we already are. So yeah. if you haven't watched it and you don't want anything else spoiled, then just shut it down. Yeah. But so, yeah, you see the wife get blown up at the beginning and then pretty soon after that, like the they come back to him. It's like we need you for a mission. Obviously, yeah, that's kind of okay. tropey of like we need you for the mission. But then they play this video or hologram well, thing. Here, why do they need him for a mission? Because make, he he was the why? he knows things. He knows how he, to get uh, through the facility. That was specifically why, actually, because they're going to where he had been before. And then they I get there. I like, don't oh, think they the... built a village over it. So he had, yeah, no, he he had intel. Oh, well, he got to the exact same place the other guy got to, and then the other guy said, "Don't go in there without me." It doesn't seem like they really actually needed him. Well, he and... he knew how to open the door too. <laughs> but it seemed like he figured that out while he was there. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that's the reason that's the reason that they give it's not like there's no reason but that is the reason is like no i know you because i know that is so tropey and i'll think of an example but there's other movies where it's so much better and more believable that it's oh we need him because he actually is capable but that it's not even that he's that good doesn't matter okay so gets called back after five years to do this mission what were you saying before i so unrudely interrupted (laughs) uh just about that video i think it's just uh they're they're playing that obviously it we find out later that it's not real they faked it. Wow! Just to get him to go, <laughs> and it looks so that weird that it looks so me. bad. I didn't, I didn't ex- expect that. I thought that oh, she was actually going to be alive and walking around, not just on her deathbed. No, that 
I don't know if that shocked me that she was not, not that it's shocking, but it's like I didn't expect it. Like, oh, and then he's gonna find her, and she's gonna be in a coma, not really alive. Like, you can't say that you knew all these things. <laughs> no, I, I'm saying that one thing of knowing that she was in fact not alive. I will grant that that I did not. I because I predicted in my head that well it's gonna be really dumb if she is alive in that then why would i thought she would be alive but she's just a robot or something like that okay there is a line like we've verified this isn't ai this isn't a robot or something it's just my thing would have been immediately why are you so obsessed with her if she didn't try if she's been alive for five years and she hasn't tried to contact you well, I can see her being pissed because he was undercover trying to... Well, the, that's my thing for the end of the movie. Howard, what is this connection? The last thing she remembers of him is betraying her. Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Unless she knows she's been in a coma and so she's <laughs> forgiven him while she was in the coma. <laughs> she had time to think about it. <laughs> but if anything, it makes no sense because... Why would she forgive him? Because she doesn't know that he's changed his mind. Because as far as she knows, she's been on the right side the whole time. The robots, the Buddhist monk robots are helping her out. It's about love, Nathan. It's not about (laughs) right and wrong. It's about feelings. Well, that's that's about something. Uh, Also, there's a couple things in this. The editing... I would say is one of the worst things in this movie where things are jumped from one thing to the other where just simple uh, what chronology is weird and then all of a sudden I think there's one at the beginning where it's going out to the beach or wherever they are and it's just like oh boom this other person that was left back in the house is already with you. It's just weird editing. There was one part where they're in the city and uh, the cops are storming the building. And there's, it's just, the editing is not good. Uh, whatever. I didn't. I, I would that. love to. I could follow I need, it. I need My to brain rewind. Was... Oh, I could follow it, but it was not good. That's the thing. It's one thing, and this is more so not bad editing. Just the choice has been overdone, and is one of those things where I did think I know exactly what just happened. Even though you're trying to trick me, and no one, right. no one will ever fall for this trick except for like a three year old. But there's the part where it's like two people draw guns pointing at each other cut away there's a gunshot cut back and you see both of them or one of them and it's like who got shot it's like obviously the guy that's not the main character is the one that got shot (laughs) and to further (laughs) point out how stupid this scene is this is one of my few like nitpicky things but these are robots he shot a robot 
and then the robot is moving and falling and dying it's like if the robot wanted to kill him why does he not just shoot like just because you blew a hole in a robot that's still moving like it seems like he would be able to kill you still this is a major complaint for me with this movie all the robots and that I, the easy answer, the lazy answer, so don't say it, Adam. The lazy answer is they did this on purpose to make them more human. But why do all the robots suck? Cool things in sci-fi is, and it's not even sci-fi, but just in crazy worlds. Okay, we have Data. We just watched all this Star Trek. That is very toned down, but it's always kind of cool that Data's super strong and can just yeah. do stuff. And it's like, oh yeah, he could move a rock or open a door. Things like Legolas. He's one of our guys on our team. I know Legolas isn't a robot, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. These robots, why aren't they AI, artificial intelligence, learning evolving they should be amazing like perfect tactile not human like at all and then the answer is they want to be like humans or and that you're programmed to be like humans okay fine that's not interesting that's boring it would be way more interesting to go up against a fighting uh force that is so they don't need food, they don't need sleep, all this stuff that makes them crazy. Even, I just watched one of the Planet of the Apes things, and that's one of their points in that, where it's just the apes, they don't need clothes, they are they don't need shelter the same way humans do, they, they can survive, they're way stronger. And there's a contrast in this, it's, they're, they're, putting such an effort to make the AI, the robots, human-like. And, oh, that's the point. Okay, well, who cares? Like, there's, you, we have no cool bad guys. We have no cool good guys that are, you know what I'm saying? Like, you should have these sharpshooters that are just nailing everything all the time because they're perfect robots and that can aim and fight and kill. Like, how stupid it is, but how f kind of fun it is in the Sherlock Holmes movies <laughs> with uh, Robert Downey Jr. predicting guys' moves. It's like, why don't you have a robot that can do that or something? Where it's like, I predict, like, C-3PO's predicting things. And these things, just, there's nothing unique or fun about them. <sighs> I think they look fun. They look <laughs> the cool. Look Most of them look cool. I but... do like that, that, I, I, you could say it's a lazy answer, but I do like that they are very human in how they're moving, but I would agree yeah, they should be stronger or more durable. Like, they're a threat. Even that, if the programming is like, they're not trying to be threatening, but like, the ones that are built to be cops, you would think would have some sort of advantage. Right. I always had a problem 
<laughs> of the million things in episode three, Obi-Wan fighting Grievous and the things like these are like metal hydraulic arms. Yeah. And there's one good thing where he kicks it and then he like screams out because it hurts his leg <laughs> in that. Grievous is not fully a robot. No. But, but yeah. It in that world it it just in that world, though, robots are the worst, and they're and, so easy to kill. <laughs> right, except some of them. But, right, but stubbing your toe on an inanimate object, which is on a chair, it's like fighting a robot hand-to-hand is a fool's errand. It makes no sense that you could ever do anything. They feel no pain. Yeah. There's nothing. They're solid. It's you punching... A wall it's there it's just there the, <laughs> the difference why don't you focus on the differences that's what would make it cool the visuals are awesome i love uh ken wantanabe and he looks cool on the buddhist priests and all these things but they look so human where it is essentially the kid too you put a hat on you can't tell the difference yeah so th- that's the point okay whatever and we should get in the big broader thing it is just programming no matter how you slice it and star trek makes data out to be a person i think that is a very weird uh weird perspective that a lot of people have but I'm still on the side of it is just programming. That's why I'm just like, well, I'm yeah, not really on anyone's side on this. That's where that, it, the idea of a soul and like what makes something alive. And that's where this kid is uh, special where it's, I, they don't really explain it, but it was created from the embryo or it's like a clone or something of the unborn child like she's pregnant with at the beginning so i guess it's like i don't i don't know somewhat don't of a pro-life message there <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. watch out hollywood uh but yeah i like it's th- the next stage it's like x-men the next stage of evolution and and it's weird like that exposition scene where it's that guy and he's like just studying the kid for five seconds it's like this thing's going to be more powerful than we can possibly imagine or whatever he says (laughs) but it's just like okay you found that out in five seconds of looking at this thing it's there i don't need necessarily an actual explanation but there's just ignoring it kind of is frustrating too so i don't know what i want but at least in jurassic park you get somewhat of an explanation that's like yeah it might not perfectly make sense in the real world but for the sake of the movie it makes sense and terminator has this and all these movies have their little expo like explanation exposition but in this, I'm just thinking, like, your little robot circles, do those grow? 
Like, do you got steel growing now? I guess so. <laughs> sort of but, organic. Yeah, melding. It's just weird where I feel at least the Borg, it's more the limited explanations that we have on Star Trek Borg. It's like, oh, well, this makes more sense than this movie tries to even attempt or hint at. So, yeah, I don't know. What's your favorite character, Adam? Who's your favorite character? You love all these characters? <laughs> I like Alfie. I like... That's Is like, Alfie the kid? That's the kid. Uh, I didn't realize Ken it was a girl. Well, yeah, it's it is kind of like it's bald head. It's barely like five years old. Could go either way. <laughs> I yeah, thought from from the trailer, I would have gone with boy. But uh, yeah. uh, watching the movie, she kind of reminds me of one of my nieces. Uh, so maybe that's why I'm so uh, drawn to her. But. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm along for the ride. I, I'm i an easygoing guy. Ride. I think it's a pretty fun ride. Nice to look at. Um, I didn't notice the score much. No, and I'm surprised that it's Mr. Zimmer. Yeah, it comes up on Zimmer at the end. I was like, oh, did not yeah. expect that. Because nothing stood out to me. I just didn't notice. I did like the title cards, but they're. I like how they look. But I like how I, they look, and I like that they kind of actually make sense as chapters. Where a lot of movies, I think, do it, and it's like, did you forget you were doing this? And then you, oh yeah, we got to throw one in here. This one was pretty steady. Of like, this is the child. This is the mother. This is the like. There's. A pretty good separation of things in the story. I think I won't just like harp on this movie and hate everything. I'm indifferent to it. I don't dislike it. I like how they look. I don't, if you took them out of the movie, I don't think it would play. It doesn't like it suffers, but I think it's a choice and I like this choice. That's fine. Good job, Gareth. Yeah, you're a genius. One the one thing I think I had the most problem with was the Nomad, this big ship in the sky. Let's get on it. Let's yeah. get on the Nomad. Many uh, questions about the Nomad. Primarily, is there more than one Nomad? <laughs> I had the same thought. Or did it change in five years from the beginning when they like do their raid? But it seems like it grew. No, <laughs> so that's why I was like, I don't know if it's a new one or is it? Are they doing a really bad job with scale? Because it's like you get these visuals and it's on the poster of this like blue light coming down, and then when you see it from like an aerial, it's like almost like a target that it's doing yeah. like a cross kind of thing. And it's like okay, that's kind of cool, but it's it also cool seems visual. really badly like. Tactically. Yeah, like you're just broadcasting what you're shooting at or like right. that here we come, like and it's just and doing it, it at no no rhyme or reason. And it's not like it's 
See, if you did it a combination of, like, you have a reason for the crazy targeting system, yeah. but it's just a bomb. It's yeah, essentially it's... just, like, we have laser-guided missiles now. So yeah. it's essentially just that. No, there's not the U.S. military has what the the Nomad has, but just not as fancy yet. So what it should have been, you have this, and then it's like, and it's literally a laser just frying something or something where it's yeah some reason for this targeting system instead of just. It's just to have lights in the sky and <laughs> it lo- just for a visual. Yeah, like and it looks like it a UFO. Seemed to me, when that there was some edits of it doing stuff, and I'll be happy to rewatch this and correct myself. But it just seemed that this thing was all over different parts of the world. Yeah, and then that's it's like is this indicating that there's more than one of them, and they. I think they say it costs a trillion dollars to make. And Maybe there are more like, than one, is... or there's just one in New Asia where they're doing this fighting mainly now. I don't know. And the whole end of the movie is yeah, then he's up six... on it, and it's like this seems like that's in like orbit. It's not even in it's the all, atmosphere. Yeah, well, yeah, or high orbit or whatever. Sure, and it seems like the big success is oh we destroyed it well they don't have other ways to bomb you like yeah. why is this so unique and they'll just build another one <laughs> or like why is this so special i don't even get what's so special about yeah it. they do, that's that was my like, main thing is they don't do a great job of explaining that or making it more important if that's where your climax is going like what what is so special about the nomad like besides okay what's the difference between a plane flying over and bombing you versus this thing versus launching missiles from yeah. a silo like why can't they have anti like anti air but we just watched whatever. crimson tide like the million the hundreds of ways of shooting bombs and shooting killing each other humanity yeah. has now what is the nomad doing that is better yeah it doesn't of... <laughs> doesn't seem like it is other than it's got a cool thing of these cool. missiles that <laughs> and then what is it people are living end. on it and there's corn on it it's just like what are we doing so that was one thing that that one made me think of Elysium I know with uh, Matt Damon which that movie I didn't like at all and uh, never really it, got into it but... I promise you Elysium's better than this movie I do not like it either but it is 100% so. <laughs> 100% but there was a lot of Neil Blomkamp stuff going on there's uh, feels of District 9 yeah. uh and even Chappie, which is with robots, and I also hated Chappie. So, uh, see, I haven't seen Chappie yet, but I plan on it. Chappie I... is like a one-star movie to me, and it has Hugh Jackman, so that's saying something. <laughs> I, I have a feeling that's probably awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. 
been talking about not having likable characters oh boy yeah you actually hate most of them (laughs) the uh elysium having a very similar weird thing in the sky this is just like Yeah. yeah we've all seen this stuff before and i agree elysium i it was so dumb the ending uh of elysium but i feel like the facial reconstruction stuff in that and there was some fun cool crazy technology in that at least i Uh, don't remember really anything about that that, that's the other end that's that's the other thing with this talking not just about the uh robots ai uh abilities physically but mentally there's nothing where okay i just watched ahsoka and thrawn's this super tactical uh awesome strategist well i don't think that comes through very well but data or spock the logical thing boom 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 right there's no robot in this that like can predict and know things or is just the smart nerd robot that tells the group that this is what we'll do even like corny things in movies the jason bourne movies where it's security cameras and they know where it is and it's like duck walk with this person hide and you're doing all goofy stuff but it feels fun or whatever there's nothing even resembling that where the why aren't the ai smart everyone seems stupid in this movie everybody (laughs) the military like the the the, what is trying what is being accomplished they're just fighting ai that's it it seems like well then just bomb the hell out of them you know they're there yeah that that was another thing everything is nomad related like how it's like they found us how difficult is it to find anyone it just seems like the whole country is ai yeah there's some like human like robot sympathizers or whatever but it's like yeah just if you're the evil military you would just napalm the country like (laughs) (laughs) right exactly where is this whole oh we're gonna see that's where they should have taken my idea and then he switches sides and then he does find out oh wait the robots are bad that would have been the twist the double twist right yeah because no because every movie like this is okay this is avatar but like that's the other thing neil blomkamp as far as visuals uh i think neil blomkamp is on par with him i'll say also like i'm saying parts of this look cool and like the uh, sunsets and all that kind of stuff and the just being in uh asia gives it an advantage but tech along with nature our buddy jimmy c you love avatar 
I'm I'm not saying like everything has to be as good quotes as Avatar, but it's the same story where oh the guys we're fighting are actually the good guys and everyone crapped on Avatar for that. Fine. But this is even worse. Where it's just like it's so telegraphed and so obvious and so lazy and if I come out with a movie and I have, oh, my guy is turning, changing sides. Is it not like take you down a notch that you're just copying everyone and just the visuals themselves? I think, uh, I know it's kind of unfair, but the avatar visuals are pretty spectacular. Too. So, I don't know. Uh, oh, um, actually, comical just... villains. The U.S. Army. This guy has a real hate on for the U.S. Army. The way. Yeah. And oh, just stupid stuff. Okay. Two obviously stupid things. Three, four, five. <laughs> the U.S. Army tank. This giant tank. And it says U.S. Army on it. And it has like a bright blue stripe. It just takes this one bomb to take that giant tank out. That should be the whole point. They're throwing these missiles at it. They put the bomb. It blows up. And it doesn't do anything. Its armor is so overwhelming. But no. They do this little stupid thing. And that's what takes it out. Also, one cool, kind of cool part was the uh, garbage can bombs. Yeah, the bomb robot. But why do they have arms? And why are they running? balance. It would have been cool if they did that. Like, this is a scenario. Have them in a cave. And they have to... Then that thing's running down. They're literally, Adam, you saw the movie. They're, what, at most two kilometers away? At most. I think it's more like a thousand feet away. Why don't you just bomb them with planes? <laughs> like, that, the visual... Yeah, there's some things it's like they that, sacrifice that is, logic for visuals. Yeah, and it's cool, and the idea of the bomb running is cool. A hundred percent, I like it, but... At, in the moment, it's just, this is a, a hundred year advance from where we are now, or it's like 2060 or whatever. So it's 40 years in the future. And we're, yeah, but we're it's not our future, so who knows? <laughs> but why wouldn't you just bomb them? There's it makes a no few sense. things like that. Like, why do they need lights on their guns and everything? Why not use night vision? <laughs> It's but, just because it looks cool. <laughs> that looks cool. But the bombs, you understand where it'd be like if they were in the bunker, we're going to have these things run down there because the enemy, it's like Helm's Deep or anything yeah. where it's like they're so secure. It's so strong. We can't get in there. But oh, crap. They have these things that have intelligence and could actually have arms or whatever. And then this actually... Uh, I think it came up in Film Junk, and it was interesting where it's like, are all the AI at the same level? And I don't think, 
all humans aren't at the same level. So I would assume everything is not a, uh, what do you call Intel <laughs> processor, whatever <laughs> level these things are at, right? They're not all at the same level. Some don't have updates, but the movie treats the bomb when the kid comes near it as if it's like, not a person it's but like pretty basic though I, it does have some programming obviously i it wouldn't have ai i wouldn't think but it's I, kind of like the robots that we have today where like people can kick them and they like stagger so they stay upright and yeah stuff like so that. So, so but there's, they're making you feel something for the bomb i yeah. agree that it is just programming but the filmmakers want us to feel something for the bomb and that the military's bad because we put arms and legs on this garbage can <laughs> bomb and it ran another like huge stupid thing okay they're on the boat right mm-hmm. that's cool right just the visuals of it yeah they got the a- they got that robot with the ak-47 all that stuff great he jumps off the boat they shoot at him. They sail away, and then he just grabs on <laughs> underneath the boat to go with them. What is going on there? Like as a film making, as a script writing, what is the purpose of this? Have him escape once he gets there, or something else. But like. The robots are stupid for leaving him. The guy can't swim underwater, so wait till he comes up. He's still there. Are they thinking they they left him? Like, because the robots aren't evil, but they're shooting at him. So that's the other thing. They're not evil. Fine, I'm not. But they are. Some of them, like, they have guns. They're shooting people. They're killing people. This whole the end of the movie, they're blowing up Nomad. There's lots of people on there, <laughs> so it's just like, why? <laughs> I don't feel anything for the robots. I don't feel anything for the humans either because they're cartoons. But it's just, why? Why anything? <laughs> this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel any of these emotions. I just I'm watching it, having a good time. <laughs> I have so <laughs> Not many a care in the world. Things. <laughs> Why is there no oxygen in his suit at the end? He's in the suit and he can't breathe. Yeah, it's limited oxygen. You, you can't Why? go on forever. Forever? It's been ten minutes. Like it's just a dumb thing it's to like oh because I, of movie we I have to make it an oxygen problem we have scuba tanks that can last for guaranteed a half an hour yeah I and no i would idea. say that he's in it for more than a half an hour okay future people are out there uh, it's <laughs> dumb the whole missile thing at the end it's just like this thing that we didn't even know was the climax of the movie. It's just like, oh, they're going to missile this place. Oh, okay. So this is our big thing. This is our last stand. It's so. Yeah, I don't love that it's just like fire all the missiles. And it's like, 
How many are there? Like twelve? Like <laughs> it's, it's it's no Death Star, and that's what it seems like it's trying to be at the end. Yeah, and and he's already done the Death Star. Yeah, which I hate. <laughs> I hate that the Death Star didn't destroy Alderaan first. It's just not just some random place that it. Anyways, um. Uh, yeah, I anything I have that I that jumped out to me are like little little things like one of the uh, AI guys puts on sunglasses, and to me I'm like, but he doesn't have ears. <laughs> and how does his sunglasses staying on? Me with glasses where if I didn't have ears, my glasses wouldn't stay level. <laughs> And that actually reminds me of that one thing in Avatar 2 that I don't like. It's when the avatar, the army avatars, the fake ones, are yeah. like wearing Oakleys and yeah. whatever. It's like, no, you'd be... Do they have special earpieces? In that? I guess their ears are still in the same spot, though. I was thinking Avatar, they're on their head. But there's a image from... The classic PBS cartoon Arthur, when right. he's wearing yeah. headphones, but his ears are on the top of his head, yeah. but the headphones, because they're human headphones, are on the side of his head. Love that. Um, Why do I don't have I, like any other notes? Because I have just, notes. We, we just... can comment on these. I said monkey. What happened with a monkey? Someone might have call, called something a monkey, but I don't no, know what. I feel like there was something happened with a monkey in this. Like, what, is there some? A oh, there is. Seat? There, I think there is at the temple. Isn't there like a baboon or something just kind of sitting yeah. around? Yeah. Okay. So let's get to some of the stuff. She. So, are we to understand? That in that initial attack, she survived and went into a coma. Is that your understanding? That's my understanding. Seems like it, yeah. Okay. And then the thing is, they can't kill her, but she won't die? Yeah. Well, first of all, she looks awesome for being in a coma for five years. Like... Man, her skincare regimen is over the top. Uh, or they just have really good health care. <laughs> I don't know. It just... But then she doesn't wake up, right? No. She just dies there. They pull the plug, but not before getting her consciousness. That was kind of a cool, unique thing. Yeah, I like that when they're doing... like plugging people into robots to get information and stuff. I like that. Yeah. But then at the end, so they have that, her consciousness plugged into another robot. So then he gets to see her at the end. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Are all those other ones in those bags, her, or are there a variety there? I couldn't really it tell. Seemed, I think there was a variety. I don't okay. know if they're... I don't think they'd all be her. Why... So, why is she running up to him? Why is she... 
her last memory is him betraying her you've already said this <laughs> yeah and why does he even like her like it's, he loves her i don't get i don't it feels fake. i don't understand love <laughs> i'm a robot uh no you're right i don't but it just seems so fake just like okay we're just gonna have people dancing on a beach like a cologne perfume jewelry commercial and this is like i don't know uh The spider robot at the end. You remember this octopus robot that all of a sudden comes out of nowhere that yeah. doesn't look no, or resemble I... anything that we've seen. And it's controlled by a guy somehow. Yeah. But seems more advanced than all the other robots we've seen. Yeah. Did that seem fun? Did that seem necessary? I didn't did love it... that. No, no one did. Uh question mark here why sacrifice like what's he sacrificing himself for the robots well, okay why does he change because he sees that the robots are just wanting to help and he this These ones child are. well i think all of them are i don't know that there's but see that's evil robots th see that's dumb a better more make it more complicated would be that there are groups of good robots and groups of bad robots and groups of big good people and groups of bad people that's a more realistic more subtle nuanced approach to like sci-fi and something interesting well there are even good planet of the apes humans, so but even in planet of the apes in the second one uh they have or the third one they're fighting the apes but they have they're still using some apes as their muscle and like they got gorillas and stuff at the beginning of the war for the planet of the apes and it's just like oh that's kind of interesting or it's like you would have things like that but in this it's so cut and dry and dumb and why couldn't there be bad robots like it's just an impossibility yeah <laughs> well, they're programmed not to hurt us well they I trust some them. of them but <laughs> some of these are shooting and they're they just blew up nomad or yeah I, I don't know where the rules because obviously like they're defending themselves at points so it it's seems not like, like they're the just gonna lay down of, and die it seems like this is uh the dark knight where Batman has his rules the whole time, but then he just ends up killing Scarecrow. Uh, Scarecrow. He kills Scarecrow. Oh, oh not Scarecrow. Two-Face, sorry. <laughs> uh, I feel like there was other things, but just all the references and just everything is so telegraphed even the end didn't you find this is just a ripoff of independence day when nomad crashes and there's all these shots of like uh what would you call it debris well the debris crashing against the backdrop of like 
primitive peoples and even the stuff burning in the sky. That's what just made me make my uh, letterbox comment of Gareth Edwards, we've seen all the movies you have seen. It just seemed nothing original. I don't know. It's just every single little thing where it felt like a sitcom. That's it was an action movie sitcom that was taking itself more seriously. Uh, I don't know. You watch old. I don't know. When you see a sitcom and then you see the same joke in another sitcom, it just bugs me. <laughs> yeah. So. I feel like that's less ripping off, but and more so making the obvious joke and someone has already thought of that and you're not as clever as you think right where uh one of my go-to on uh uh 30 rock where uh jack says it's like you know that song you're so vain i wrote that because it's always who that song's about but he's like, no, he doesn't say that. He says, I wrote that. That's funny. I feel like this movie is <laughs> Big Bang Theory. It's just like, oh, good one. You're nerds and you're socially awkward. Okay. And uh, John David Washington sucks and his hair sucks. <laughs> his hair was weird at points. Uh... Like, why do you have dyed hair? Like, it doesn't look good. Like, it's not that you can't... It's the future. I know, but make it look cool. There, hey, the Matrix, I don't want a big black trench coat, but it still kind of looks cool. You got to admit that people in the Matrix, like, they kind of look cool. So just making your main character look like a loser... You remind me of um, Killmonger from Black Panther sometimes when he's got like armor on and he, the cornrows and stuff like that. Yeah, I but, yeah, don't when like he had the cornrows on men. <laughs> cornrows on women with long hair, that's fine. The cornrows on men always bug me. It doesn't look good. <laughs> Okay, so that's what it comes down to. That's the real... <laughs> we got into the bottom of it. You just couldn't stand the hair. <laughs> that's why you like the first 10 minutes, because you wanted the blonde afro. <laughs> no, no, I wish it, there was just an afro, not blonde. Normal. Uh, I wish I took more notes. <laughs> The only other notes I had were uh, things I thought of with influences. I said most of them, but I was getting kind of aliens vibes with the like the military team. Yeah, and that I mean that's not like anyone has uh, a monopoly on teams in transport. That's in so many movies, right. uh, but yeah, just for some reason, aliens jumped out said district nine the mandalorian elysium oblivion 
Yeah. And I like this more than Oblivion. I know you, for some reason, like Oblivion, but... Well, I think Oblivion's probably a very solid 3.5, 3.75 movie. I don't think it's amazing, but yeah, it's something. And I don't really remember why, but I did write down Passengers. <laughs> There's something because about it sucks. It. <laughs> no. Uh, the other, another nitpicky thing, where it's, it's a nitpick, but then it's also a missed opportunity. The robots sleep. Like, Ken Watanabe is there, and he just shuts them off. Yeah. Or, you gotta charge. They don't need to charge. They don't... They never talk about it, but it's like, well, you could just change batteries and or be plugged in or solar power and that would be another big threat of like they're so hard to fight because they're always awake they're always on you never have to feed them right like this is this is like in world war ii apparently like the germans still had horses moving a ton of their artillery around and it's like yeah, you gotta feed a horse and deal with a horse. It's a way worse than a jeep. And the idea of a non-sleeping soldier. But no, we're just gonna have Ken Watanabe on a hammock with a kid. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's stupid that like they're not sensitive. Like, th- there's no that one Rambo movie where he's rescuing people. <laughs> that one, but the super violent one. And it's like, there's tons of tension there. But he just, no problem, just go steal the kids back after getting off their boat. Like, the robots are so stupid. Everyone's stupid. How'd and you the, like, the uh, U.S. military is just a bunch of tards, too. With, uh, <laughs> like, like, it's just like, there's such cartoons. It's like, these are your... Seal, uh, Seal Team Six, getting in there, and it's just like the Beardo guy. Oh, another thing, the grenade that gets stuck on, and yeah. get that's set up. It's like she. Okay, we get it set up, and the exact same thing happens again. She didn't feel that contact. A hundred percent, she felt that contact, and it's like, oh, it didn't go off yet. It's like. What? What? This isn't creative. This is dumb. They're like, it's so dumb. I will, but at the end, like, there's a pretty good flip with that. Where. What happens? Where the kid is gonna, like, is stopping it or something? What is it that happens? It's, it's something like. She, On the Nomad? She, or. No, with, uh. With her? Allison Janney. She gets the thing on her back. And then the kids doing her like hands together to shut down the bomb but then someone like knock her out or do something interrupts her and then it gets her like military woman killed there was some some flip like that and i thought that was actually pretty clever because it wasn't the exact same thing as what you saw before and it was like well you just kind of screwed yourself because you were 
being helped and they messed it up when you rewatch it tomorrow you'll see i would love to rewatch it with a group oh the pretentious claire de lune ending i was gonna it's throughout it though it's not just ending but it's and i don't know did it because it's funny because godzilla (laughs) monsters had that trailer that was the best thing ever and but that one wasn't him no that wasn't him that was way worse than his but you like that crap too (laughs) i enjoy things i i enjoy things too i enjoy (laughs) everything i don't let myself be soured by these (laughs) garbage tiny details you know what it's just a little mold cut around it and keep going that is (laughs) (laughs) it's true you could shave it off It's so it's passive expiry date. It won't kill you. It won't. I do it all the time, and I say it's best before. It just means the stores can't sell it. It doesn't mean that as soon as it passes this date, it's inedible. And and it's best before. Yeah. Now it's just good before. It's just okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's not it's as no, it's not the it best is, it could have been. Yeah. It would have been best. You know what? That is that is what this movie is. It's not the best it could have been, <laughs> but I'll still consume it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's off-brand. I can't potato okay, chips. We're at the end. I can't bring myself to give it lower than a four star. I think it it is well made enough that it's more than a three and a half, which is what I'd give to something. It's like yeah, it's pretty good. I think this is just visually and keeping my attention and everything four stars i think you've come around on avatar one yeah a bit i think i gave that four stars last time yeah but you used to not like it and i would say like the argument of it visually is something but everything else is nothing applies way more to this than ever avatar one where avatar one a hundred percent is pocahontas ken Watanabe, uh the last samurai like this asian influence it's the same crap like i'm fine with it but it's all let's do it i i'm gonna do a story where it's like the white savior goes into the savages <laughs> it's like no the savages are the good guys and then it's like oh no you guys are doing human <laughs> sacrifices you guys are savages <laughs> and then he turns back at the end happy columbus day <laughs> oh freak whatever uh yeah i don't know I'm glad we had this good talk. <laughs> what? So, what are you giving this? I gave what? it a two, and I went up to two and a half, and then I'm like, no, F this movie. <laughs> two. <laughs> On visuals, nothing else is good. The action is just lazy. I think the action is, is pretty good, actually. Oh, one thing I, I didn't think... mention. I like uh, so I don't like the nomad aiming but I love the tank when there's like the circles around people. 
I love that visual, and it's like a video game when you're like selecting targets or you know what you're right your units it definitely felt like this was very video game influenced yeah i like that one a lot uh i wish that's what the nomad was more like and clearer in how it was depicted because i don't even think i said like is it projecting that at angles or is it always straight down so it's always directly above? Because it seems like it's shooting things way off wherever it wants, but that light always seems to be directly above. Yeah. I so, think it's just dumb. But yeah, I think so it yeah, does minus seem one star down. for the nomad. That's <laughs> that's it. Uh what else? Yeah. I think I would love to rewatch this. Uh with a group i'm not gonna run it and buy it when it comes out but eventually no one i would uh no it's also my theater experience i feel like oh we didn't talk about the humor the picture wasn't the clearest in this theater but i think it was just a smaller theater and i was just like this is weird i feel like it should look better, and I think it was more the presentation than the actual movie. Yeah, so. I don't know. Mine was okay. I had a, maybe 20, 30 people in the theater. There wasn't much laughter going on with some of the jokes. I can't remember what the... the there was one for sure that was it's like just, a joke. Like, like I, there weren't... in the truck and stuff where like the kid makes it work. Or see, you, you always th- say things like that are attempts at humor. It's like that's not an attempt at humor. It's a hundred percent an attempt at humor because <laughs> the way he's reacting, I don't know if it was the truck part or the like going through the border security thing. There was some point, and it's just like, oh, okay, like you got it under control. Okay, There's yeah, there, something... there was definitely something there. I forgot about that scene. There was definitely a line. What was it? That wasn't the one that I was thinking, but I forgot about that. There's definitely something there. Maybe with the kids. I kind of like the kids all f- like just yelling and screaming the whole time. And it's like, yeah, that's what oh, kids are like. Is he? Is is this group a hostage to him when he's bringing them into the town? Like that the uh the van the family that he goes with maybe are they i don't know because it doesn't really show it but i mean he has like the gun behind him yeah and it's like it's so weird because it's just like it just seemed weird that kind of stuff where it's things are here we go here's a Things are super obvious and clear and beat you over the head or it's like, oh, we're going to be subtle and not tell you anything. And it's just, you're just going to have to guess about what's going on. So all the obvious stuff will just make it plain to you. And then anything else that would be unique and make this uh, movie original or interesting we're just going to have to 
not tell you and have you guess and it's just going to be weird and awkward and dumb it's perfectly balanced (laughs) yeah I don't know what to compare it to Um, passengers no it's not that good no, that, I would agree. This is worse than Passengers. At least Passengers, there's two characters that it's like there's dialogue and there's people. And it's not, you're not second guessing every single little thing it does. But Passengers does make me think of the beginning of Tropic Thunder with all the fake movies. <laughs> Yeah, I would have so loved an Imagine Dragons song at the end of this. (laughs) There was a uh, video on Instagram I saw, and I thought it was a parody. And it was a woman, like, I don't know if she was homeschooling or the kids. This is why I thought it was a parody, because at first it's like, uh, so wake up at like 5 a.m., Today's breakfast is going to be like oatmeal, whatever, cinnamon, mm-hmm. apple, cinnamon, oatmeal. Uh, my 48-month-old wakes up at this time. I, I well, as soon love... as that, they say that, I'm like, okay, it's a parody. It's making fun of this. But then it right. keeps going, and it's like, I think this person's serious. Yeah. <laughs> and like they're going on, like there's like their 48-month-old and 36-month-old. And it's like, What? <laughs> like uh, anyone that says how old their child is after a year by months is a yeah. psycho yeah it's you don't say it as soon as they hit one year you're done with the months yeah and another thing for all our female listeners <laughs> a little hot tip for you don't tell me how many weeks you are along when you're pregnant Say the months. Everyone understands nine <laughs> months of pregnancy. That's it. When you start dropping in, women who have been pregnant six. might yes might remember that. Like, oh yes, that's this week. I'm but everyone else weeks in. Yeah, no, tell me the months. Everyone understands. It's simple. Nine months. Just give me the months. Yeah. T minus what? <laughs> exactly just let me (laughs) and it's not it would be different if it was a year and it's like oh i know a year is 52 weeks (laughs) (laughs) minus this but it's not nine months i don't know how many there's no way there's no one on earth that can calculate with (laughs) nine (laughs) it's impossible Just this basic, this <laughs> basic arithmetic is too much for me. It is. Well, that's the thing. You always think, okay, so one month is four weeks. No, no, it's not. It's, right. it's not exactly that. No. So you can't just say, okay, well, divide nine by four or multiply nine by four. It doesn't quite work like that. There's. No. Uh-huh. Minus one or two. Who knows what? It, no one does. It depends on the time. Is it a leap year? There's <laughs> factors to this. It's outrageous. Yeah. 
So go see the creator. Absolutely. It's a must see. Um, I, it has no, it doesn't really make a difference for this movie, but makes me more worried about rebel moon. Cause I like this movie. I didn't love it as much as I thought I would, but, um, I just like the idea of a standalone, mm-hmm. unique sci-fi, not part of a franchise, just a one-off. And, uh, yeah, we don't get many of them. And there's Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon, which I was excited about. And then it's like, oh, it's a part one of two. Well, F you. I don't want that. Just give me a one and done. Yeah, and Dune is not a one and Dune, done. Dune, they split it. And any superhero movie is part of something else. There's the odd one that are like the independent things, but. Yeah. I am that Rebel Moon thing. I don't know. I don't think. I think it'll be fine, but I don't think it's going to be amazing. I think this has more Snyder. potential. Zack Snyder has too much. He has too much of his father in him. No, he has too much, like, ability, but then he can't help himself to put stupid things in his movies. Where it's like, oh, it's so good, but we gotta just sprinkle on a little bit piece of garbage. A little bit of mold on the pizza. We should do uh, a Snyder deep dive the original snyder verse aka 300 300 watchman sucker punch i've not seen sucker punch i've never seen sucker punch but i i have the blu-ray uh, i got uh watchman on 4k so that would give me an excuse to watch it yeah who watches the watchman I think Watchmen's awesome. Yeah, and that's why I don't hate Zack Snyder. I love 300, and I, at the time, loved Watchmen, and I just don't watch it often because it's long. And that has multiple versions you can watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know what I have, if it's the director's cut or if it's just the regular one. And then there's like the ultimate cut and it's got like so much crap in it (laughs) because there's, I don't know, basically stuff that was in the graphic novel. That's not the main story. And it's like the in-between stuff and all that stuffed in. You can watch that stuff independently. There's under the hood or I think is what it's called. And it's like the memoir of the original night owl and Tales from the Black Freighter, which was like a graphic novel within the novel. You don't need that in the movie. No one needs that. I couldn't even watch that one on its own. I had the DVD of that and it's like, no, I don't care to sit through this, even though it's narrated by Gerard Butler. (laughs) Talking about Gerard Butler, I just watched the first two How to Train Your Dragons. And I got the third one, too. I have never seen the third one, but watched the first two with the kids. Gonna try to watch the third one this week. 
just because I was all hyped up on the music. I was listening to the art of the score, talking about it. Is that an old one? Yeah. They haven't done a new episode in a long time. Yeah. Um, I remember when that movie came out, that was the, a big deal that uh, there was like a webcomic I'd read and the guy was always going on about how great the score is and I was like fine I'll watch this movie geez and I I didn't think it was amazing (laughs) and I've only seen the first one I haven't seen the music's awesome the the main theme the flying theme throughout is the best thing I'm sure I'll watch the other ones eventually major trilogy cred problems where it's how to train your dragon how to train your dragon 2 how to train your dragon the hidden world not three or anything like the the fact that this crap is allowed the john wick parabellum crap and then we just go back to john wick 4 i had uh the Superman animated series on DVD the first two seasons same packaging third season different packaging I think they did this crap on Smallville too could care less about Smallville it sucks but I remember seeing Trevor's or Evans and it's like it's a crime to have packaging change on things like that like imagine if Return of the King wasn't the same packaging (laughs) okay let's shut her down when the days i feel like we need to imagine dragons oh yeah Okay. Well, once again, I agree with me. (laughs) It's another good episode. Stay tuned next week and the week after and the week after. Good night. Could it be a faded rose from days gone by? And did I hear you say he wasn't meeting you here today To take you to his mansion in the sky? Elder Dawn, what's that flower you have on? Could it be a faded rose from days gone by?
to take you to his mansion in the sky.